Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, on the surface of things, the Irish economy is doing very well. Foreign direct investment was up 17% last year, while the rest of Europe was flat. Unemployment is down to 3.9% and wages are growing. But are we at an inflection point? Is climate risk already priced in? Is the enormous upheaval that could be caused by artificial intelligence accounted for? All issues for Harry Goddard, Chief Executive of Deloitte Early. Good morning, Harry. Uh, good morning, Joe. Well, are we in a good space? Um, I, I think we're probably in a reflective period. Uh, we've come through, obviously, a huge amount of change and growth over the past number of years. And when you look at the uh, economy from an external point of view, as you say, the numbers are incredibly strong. Uh, deposit rates in households and businesses continue to be incredibly high. Mm-hmm. But when you try to plan for the future, that's when things get difficult. Mm-hmm. And the twin tracks of digital transformation climate transformation and actually the regulatory environment means that businesses are seeing a lot of uncertainty or feeling a lot of uncertainty in the future. Now there's three things you've talked about and let's unpack some of them. Um, the climate uncertainty, that is, it's, I mean, it's, it's obvious that there is climate change, but how do companies and businesses, especially if they don't have huge budgets, how do they plan for something that may happen quicker or slower? I, I think the... <laughs> The principal point for particularly smaller businesses is really to think about their supply chain and their core cost base, their capacity to build agility into their system. And what we've seen is organisations pulling back from where they had perhaps very long, complex supply chains, multiple vendors in the middle, mm-hmm. and trying to consolidate those into something that's much shorter, much more locally based. Uh, but is that not as, as a result of the lockdowns and the uh, the pandemic and the fact that suddenly, you know, you couldn't get things from the Far East as easier? Is that, or is that climate change related? Well, I think it's both. I think uh, certainly the pandemic affected the availability of materials and supply chains. Mm. But what we've really seen happening, and this is more linked to the macroeconomic shifts that are happening worldwide. Mm. You see the US versus China. So organisations are really thinking about actually where are our products being manufactured? And at the same time, we have this shift in consumer expectations. Consumers want to know where their products come from. Mm. They want to know about the ethical the the, the progeny of it. The progeny of the product, exactly. Mm. They want to be confident that what they're investing in actually is good for the planet and isn't going to be, uh, isn't going to be affected negatively. Now, you also mentioned regulatory environment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've, we've spoken a fair bit on this programme about planning delays and we've even had the Planning Institute on the show saying, well, listen, you're being blamed. Is that true? And said, not us, Gov. Everyone passes it to somebody else. What is the problem? I think the regulatory environment overall is a response to the... Uh, governments writ large trying to get their arms around what's happening uh, with the level of transformation both from a technology point of view from a banking point of view uh, and in Ireland's context in particular from an infrastructure point of view I mean the way I think about the Irish economy a little bit is that we, you know, we're, we're sort of like this container that's been filling with water for the last number of years, where the water are the resources that we have available to us. Mm-hmm. And we're now at the point that actually we, the container is getting to be too small. The resources are going to start bubbling over the top. And right. instead of thinking about ourselves as a country of five million people, where our strategic issue is immigration, to shift our policy thinking towards being an organi- a country of 10 million people that's really looking to invest to grow. So you're talking and about sh- planning for... 20 years or 30 years into the future. I think that's exactly right, Joe. And it's, it's, it's uh, you know, one of the benefits, one of the positives I would see from the announcement earlier in the week from the government is an, in, an insight into that thinking that actually the government is now really starting to think about the future in a, a much longer term perspective than the annual uh, planning cycle, which we've traditionally seen over the past number of years. And it's not just about housing, it's about transport, energy, water, infrastructure at large, education, social services. Uh, the government's called it obviously the ageing population. That's a feature. Housing is writ large. 
but public transport and infrastructure more generally are going to be significant investment projects for the country over the next number of years. Absolutely, and especially if people aren't going to be living in city centres and have some sort of hybrid working environment, they need to be able to get around. And without a car, good luck with that in Ireland, especially in you know the more remote uh, parts of the world. Well, I think even before you get to the uh, you know the the the, the uh, villages of Carrigohorrigan, Laura, and North Tipperary, for example, where a car is where, going, which you know very well, <laughs> where a car is going to continue to be important. I think even getting in and out of the main. Uh, urban centres continues to be a practical challenge for many and you know if depending on, on where you live your proximity to public infrastructure actually can be quite variable train, Lewis or bus mm-hmm. and and that's only in Dublin. And that's, and that's only in Dublin. Those precisely. options don't exist in Cork and Galway yet. And the, the third bit of your of your worry is, of course, the speed of technological change. I mentioned AI in my queue. Is this really going to be as rapid as you think it is? We uh, we at Deloitte publish uh, research every year uh, where we. Uh, attempt to make predictions about the future, what's going to happen in the technology, media, and telecommunications sector, and then run down to Paddy Power. Well, not quite. <laughs> but we have been doing it for. Probably, well, certainly 15 years, probably 20 years, and we now have the benefit of looking back to see how you know, how accurate, accurate we are. Mm. We released our most recent set of predictions, and the themes that really struck me, without getting into the specific predictions, were two things. First of all, we're seeing a, a resurgence in the investment in hardware and the sort of hardware that's designed to really enable AI to happen. So we're at the beginning of a new cusp, I think, of digital transformation. So for organisations who think digital transformation is has, has begun and we're halfway through it, mm. actually we're only really just beginning. Okay. And AI, I think, is a, is a real insight into the extent to which technology is really going to change how we think about the work that we do, uh, the services uh, that we get from IT and how we use technology to support both our society and our economy. But only a sliver of us have any idea of how tech- AI is written, how it's prepared, and yet the bulk of us will be affected by it. But how will they be affected by it? If you're an SME out there, how will they be impacted? I think there's a... There's a I think the first thing we've all got to do is is really ensure that we understand what we're talking about. And actually the language that's used to describe it isn't great. If I came to you, Joe, and I said to you, I'm going to give you uh, uh, $10 uh, $10 in monopoly money. Mm -hmm. You know it's monopoly money. You know it's counterfeit. It's not real. Yeah. I don't call it, and I would call it artificial money. Mm. But when I talk to you and give you insight that's come from artificial intelligence, you don't necessarily think about it with the same degree of scepticism as you might as if it was counterfeit cash. Mm. So I think we've all got to be quite sceptical about the capability of AI. And I think as a as a business, particularly a small business on the street, understanding the services that it can provide and in particular how it can provide automation to what might otherwise be menial or administrative tasks within that business. Experiment with the technology today. I would encourage everybody to do that, become much more familiar with it and think about how it can improve the capability within the organisation. A lot of food for thought there, Harry. Thank you very much for coming in. That's Harry Goddard, the Chief Executive of Deloitte in Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.